kind of nice to see some of the people coming back. Just a testament to the fact that Corona doesn't kill everybody. I want to just report that Mary's doing well. She does have the virus or has had the virus. She tested positive the other day. She's at our house doing quite well, really, uh, for 89 years old. Uh, they took her to the doctor the other day, and the doctor was pretty amazed. He said, well, your lungs are good. He said, and that's usually what gets older people is when it gets into their lungs. So um, she's doing good, and uh, we just continue to believe God for his hand of mercy upon us. Uh, I think, you know, we, we're beginning to realize that hopefully that this is not nearly what they told us it was, you know. Uh, I'm sure that I've had it. Darla's had it. I don't know how many of the rest of our family, Ryan's had it. Um, and I guess I can't really prove that to you because I didn't go get tested and I won't. <laughs> I don't think they need to know all that stuff. So anyway, um, I just want to share with you this morning a little bit of things that have been on my heart. I, it was kind of one of those weeks that I, I guess it's like I was just kind of digging and clawing, trying to find something to speak about. And it was almost probably last night about 9.30, I think the Lord just gave me a verse and began to speak it into my heart. I want you just to think about what the Lord spoke to us at the beginning of this year. I don't know if you remember exactly, because I don't know if I remember exactly, but I know it was something along the lines of kind of getting out of our comfort zone and, and looking for a new way to serve him. And uh, as we've gone through this year, we've had to improvise. We've had to do things a little bit out of our comfort zone. We've had to trust in the Lord a little bit more and in ourselves maybe a little bit less, hopefully. But I want us just to think about what's gone on and what it has, in a sense, how it has affected our lives. But I, I, I'm not going to start with that. I want to just start with something else. I want to start in Mark 1, verses 2 and 3. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now, if you know this is speaking of John the Baptist in this text, it's speaking of him coming before the Christ, preparing the way of the Christ. And if you know anything, John said, you know, there's one that will come after me that is greater than me, you know, whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And uh, so we see that John was being spoken of here, but I want you to think about this. You know, today there's a saying out, I think, that 50 is the new 30. Well, you are the new John. We are the ones that are preparing the way for the Lord's return. He's coming again. Just as he came the first time and John spoke and prepared the way for the Christ, so he's coming again. And it's up to us to begin to share and to speak out about his return and the fact that he is coming. You know, I've been just thinking about all that's gone on in this year. And 
I think maybe we've been looking at a lot of what, you know, we can't have or what can't do because of this virus. Not what we can do through Christ. You know, it's been something that's, I mean, it still is if you think about it. You get ready to go to town, probably the first thing you do is make sure that you have a mask with you in case you go someplace that you have to have a mask. You know, it, it just has infiltrated into our lives to the point, to a point that it should not have, I don't believe. I'm not saying that it's not real. I know it is. Is it as deadly as they claim? No, I don't believe it is. You know, and I'm sorry for those that have lost loved ones because of it, but at the same time, the flu takes lives every year, and we've never had a shutdown before for the flu. I don't think it's any greater effect on our nation than any other, but for some reason it has been propagated that way, that it was going to be very devastating. Uh, you know, I, I look back and I've been thinking, you know, when it started in March, we should have just all got it and got it over with and continued on. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think we're any the worse for it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we've been called to prepare the way of the Lord, you know. Uh, we've got to keep our focus on what, you know, we're about. We're not about, you know, this virus. We're not about speaking out against it or speaking for it, even though I'm doing that this morning. Really, our, the reality of it is that we're here for Christ's sake. We're here to share with, him, with you and with this world uh, what we know about the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to turn to Philippians 4. I think, you know, we've become distracted. Very distracted with this, I, I, you know. Not that we've forgotten God or anything, but I think it's really taken our hearts and our minds off of what God's desire is for us as his people. And I want to start in verse 4 of chapter 4 of Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand. And I want to read those two verses out of uh, the Message Bible. I thought this was so good. I you know, always kind of wondered, well, what does that mean? Let your moderation be known unto all men. But I want to just read this. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean revel in Him. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the Master is about to arrive. He could show up any minute. I don't know about you, but with all the goings on in the world, I've not felt a whole lot of love to, towards certain groups of people <laughs> and towards certain things. But we see there that, you know, that's not what it's about. It's about us sharing with them what God has done for us. You know, if you look back on your life, I was 17 before I found the Lord. And, you know, I wasn't a monster, but I wasn't good. I was a sinner. I was caught up in things that weren't good and weren't righteous. But God found me. Or showed himself to me. And I, I just feel blessed because of that, you know. Uh, I don't really remember really looking for him a whole lot until just one day he just spoke into my heart, you need to be in church. And uh, here I am. 
Hallelujah. But anyway, we need to let people know that we're on their side. You know, that we love them. That, uh, you know, there is a Christ. There is a Messiah. There is one who cares for them and can heal their wounds, their hurts. I don't know if you've heard, but suicide statistics are just going out the roof. People have no hope. They're in despair. They don't know where to turn. You know, we were never meant to be locked away from one another. We are socialites. We need people. You know, some of us may not need as many as others, as often as others, but we all need others from time to time. Hallelujah. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hearts and minds are confused. They need to find God. Let that peace of God that will keep that heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Going in them. Hallelujah. Finally, brethren, I want you just to think about this. You know, I was talking about how that this virus thing has infiltrated our lives. What have you been thinking about? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, pure, lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. We've got to get our minds back to Christ. Hallelujah. You know, I, I know as a Christian, I mean, my thought is, well, you know, if it's that bad that I die from this, I guess that's what God wants. You know, I, I trust him that he knows best for my life. You know, for us to live in fear and uh, worry about this, that it's, you know, a horrible thing that's going to kill everybody that comes in contact with it. I, I think we need to get over that and start thinking about who Christ is and what he's done in our life and what his desire is for us. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.1, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection or your thoughts, your desires on things above and not on things of the earth. Hallelujah. We've got to reboot, I guess you could say. Get our consciousness back on Jesus Christ. You know, I'm not saying that everyone's lost that out. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that in the process of all that's gone on this year, we may have kind of just let that slip a little bit. We need to make sure that Christ is our all in all. Hallelujah. And everything that we do and say is to his glory and his honor. He, he has promised never to leave us nor forsake us. He will not leave us comfortless. Hallelujah. I want to read in Matthew 6. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you read previously before this, it's talking about food and clothes and so on and such. All these things are ours, promised by God. You know, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Even through all this that we've gone through, I don't know of any of us that have starved to death, that have missed out, you know, having food and shelter and the such like. God has taken very good care of us. <clears throat> 
as a body of Christ. I want you to, all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. That seems like that's been kind of the whole emphasis of this coronavirus. We're just continually thinking about what's going to happen with it. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen the next day? What's going to happen after that? Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's plenty enough of wickedness in the world for us to take care of today to worry about tomorrow. God has called us to be John's in this world. Hallelujah. To speak the coming of the Christ. And he will return. And I think, you know, if we look at what's going on in the world, his coming is very imminent, I think. You know, I look at all the things that it speaks about in Matthew 24, you know, and he talks about wars and rumors of wars. And he said, but don't worry, this is just the beginning of things. You know, he says, when they begin to deliver you up to be killed and punished and so on and so forth, he goes through the things and then he begins to talk about when you see the abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke of, you know. And if you want to read about that, go to uh, Daniel 9 and Daniel 12 and you'll learn about that. But these are very obvious signs that we can look for for, you know, the returning of the Christ. We don't know the day nor the hour. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do, but I, we can see the fig leaves growing and know that summer is approaching. And I think we can see by what's going on in our world that there are a lot of things that we don't see going on in our world. <laughs> There's a lot of things underneath that are being propagated by the enemy of God, Satan himself. And we know that, you know, he has come to steal, to kill, and destroy. And that sometime within the future, there's going to be a kingdom set up that will last for about seven years. Three, three and a half years, maybe kind of peaceably. Three and a half years of greatest tribulation that has ever been seen upon the earth. Who's behind it? Satan's behind it. He's working through the hearts and minds of men even this day to establish that. And I think if you pay attention, you can see that going on even now. But we don't have to worry about that. If Christ is in you, he's your hope of glory. Hallelujah. You know, we're more than overcomers or more than conquerors through him that loved us. It's our faith. It is our victory. You know, so we have to just remain focused on what God is doing in our lives. I talked to you last week about God the creator and how that we can create things. Well, God is the sustainer and we can help sustain Christ in this world, his presence, his glory, his forgiveness, his righteousness. We've got to begin to speak out. Let's stop, let's stop looking at what we can't do and begin to look at what we can do through Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, it's not a comfortable year, but it's the same God. He doesn't change. He has never changed. He will not change. And he is in you <laughs> and with you and through you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just want to thank you for this time we can gather this morning. I thank you, Lord, that you are coming soon. And Father, you have made us as John an ambassador to speak, Lord, to, 
to straighten out the crooked ways, Lord, to level uh, the bumpy ground that the king might return, that he might come and find his place once again in this world. And Lord, that we would be ready to receive him. Hallelujah, Lord. Help us to go in every place that we can, Lord. You said to go into all the world. In all the world. Help us, Lord, to expand our vision, to expand our horizons. Hallelujah, Lord. As we spoke and as you spoke to us at the beginning of the year, Lord, to look for something new, something kind of uncomfortable, a new way, Lord, that you would show yourself to this world. Lord, I think we're beginning to see it. Help us, Lord, to be the John. Hallelujah. That one that prepares the way of the Lord as he, he comes again. And Father, your word says that you will come as a thief in the night. But Lord, help us not to be sober and, and sleeping, Lord. Hallelujah. But Lord, help us to be awake and ready for your coming. Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. Just pray, Lord, that you will help us to be sustainers in this world. Those that keep the life of Christ going through what we say and what we do. May we show people that we are on their side and that there is a deliverer and his name is Christ. Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. Give you praise and honor. Dismiss us now with your love and favor, Lord. May your peace that passes all understanding go with us and guide us and direct us in your name. Amen. You're dismissed this morning.